Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Creation is the Purpose of Life. So what do you think the purpose of life is? Do you ever wonder about why we're here? Well, today I wanted to talk about some ideas of what we're supposed to do with this one life that we have. So normally I talk specifically about something that is directly a Stoic teaching. And I want to veer off in a little bit different direction on something that has been rattling around in my head for a while. And I hope that you enjoyed this week's departure from the norm. There's a lot of challenges in this life. And probably the hardest is to understand what our purpose in life is. I think from the earliest days of mankind, every human has wondered, why am I here? Every religion, mystic, philosophy, and even science has tried to answer this question. And we still have no real conclusive answer. There's been no divine being or alien visit who's come down and to tell us exactly why we are alive on this planet and what we're supposed to do. And to be honest, I don't know either. I have no conclusive answer myself. But the more that I think about it, the more I've come to the conclusion that I think we are here to create. Creativity involves breaking out of established patterns in order to look at things in a different way. Edward de Bono. From the dawn of time, human beings are driven to create. From a purely biological sense, we spend a lot of time and energy making sure that we can survive long enough to make it to adulthood and procreate. So besides breathing, eating, drinking, and sleeping, sex is one of the strongest biological drives that we have. From the outset, next to survival, the first biological impulse is to create a new life. Now, once we have the basics of life, we set out to create things. We build houses and tools and roads and towns and cities. And when you think about it, all of our jobs are either to create something, to aid in the creation of something, or to help in the maintenance of something that has been created. From there, we try to understand the world around us. So we tell stories, and we draw things real and imagined. We write sonnets and songs and symphonies. We build cars and bridges and skyscrapers and spaceships. If we can imagine it, we try to create it. And it's our willingness to try things that are silly and even stupid that help us move forward as a species. 
It's this ability to think of things that might be outrageous or ridiculous that leads us to pursue crazy ideas in physics and other sciences that often lead to amazing things. It is our creativity that leads us to try things that at first seem outrageous, but later prove to be incredible breakthroughs and advances for humanity. When you think about it, nature itself is also all about creation. The fact that seeds form trees and plants with the right conditions to create forest and trees and food, and such a wide variety of animal and other organic life on this planet as well. So I live in Oregon, where it seems like if there's any kind of land that is not cultivated, nature will try to fill it with weeds or ivy or blackberry bushes. One of the first things I want to do is I want to redefine what it means to be creative. And one of the most interesting things that I find when I talk to people about being creative is that Many people consider themselves to be uncreative people, and I think this is wrong. Everyone is creative in their own way. I think that we need to redefine creativity from a narrow scope of just artistic endeavors to a wider scope of anything that helps to improve the world. Planting and tending a garden is creation. Building out your company's computer network or developing an inclusive HR policy can itself be a creative act. Being a good parent who raises resilient kids can be a creative act. Being a teacher that helps kids to think and become the leaders of the future is a creative act. Creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. It seemed obvious to them after a while. Steve Jobs Creation is not just about creating art, but about creating in everyday life. Ideas to help fix problems in the world are acts in creation. And there are a lot of problems in the world, and in order to solve these problems, we need innovative solutions. We won't be able to address the problems of tomorrow with the same solutions that we have in the past or the present. We have to solve them by thinking in ever more creative ways that build upon or even possibly completely disregard previous knowledge, ideas, and solutions. Now, the reason I think we should all try to create something artistic in our lives is that creating art can help us learn to think of things in different ways. It allows us to shift our perspective and see things from different viewpoints that we might not have ever considered. It gives us practice of creating things that did not exist before. It stretches our minds to see things that are not obvious, to see details in things that we might have missed before. It helps us meld disparate ideas and technologies that we other might not have tried if we just did things the way they have always been done. Creativity is intelligence having fun. Albert Einstein One of the most important reasons why I think we need to create things, and specifically artistically, is that art is about expression of the self. It is about figuring out who we are through other means. Each story, painting, song, sculpture... Or dance is a way to discover something about ourselves. It's a way to express a deeper part of ourselves and about our humanity. And in a world where there's so much pressure being put on being productive or creating wealth, taking time out to create in a way that is important for you is one of the healthiest things you can do for yourself. Each week as I work on my podcast, I will often change my mind and my thinking just a little bit. As I work through the topic of that week, I learn something new about my own view on something that maybe I didn't know before. I may even completely reverse my previous thinking on something. The more I work through the process of clarifying my ideas about something, the more expansive my thinking becomes. 
This is why, for example, I don't use AI to write any of my podcasts. The time and energy that I put into creating an episode is not just to have an end product, but to stretch my own thinking, to improve my cognitive skills and my rational thinking. The process of creation is just as important as what is created. Creating something also brings on tremendously powerful mental states. Often when we work on something creative, we'll hit flow states. When I play piano or when I sing, I will hit these states of almost joy where it feels like everything just works, where melodies and chords just work and flow from my fingers or my voice, and where my voice feels like I can hit any note that I want and I could just sing for hours. It's that feeling of something that's almost being channeled through me from a deeper source. Creativity is a type of learning process where the teacher and the pupil are located in the same individual. Arthur Kessler Now, when someone works on something creative, there is always resistance. And this can come in many forms. It can come from the obstacles that we have to overcome when just creating something. It can also be internal, like the self-doubt that we have about our own skills or the ideas that we are trying to bring to life. We may worry about the opinions of others and that they'll think what we're working on is dumb or a waste of time or even dangerous. Whenever we attempt a creative act, there will always be something that makes it hard. But just because we hit that resistance doesn't mean that it isn't worth it. In fact, in many cases, it means we're on the right path. Each and every week when I sit down to work on my podcast, I find the usual culprits make working on an episode very challenging. There's self-doubt, there's writer's block and distraction being among the usual suspects. Even so, it's worth it to continue pushing through. I often just type whatever comes to mind, knowing that even with a long and verbose, unpolished first, second, third, or even fourth draft, I'll find some gold that eventually I will be able to share with you. If you're not prepared to be wrong, you'll never come up with anything original. Ken Robinson We can also see that the urge to stifle creative thought will come from those with power who feel threatened by what those ideas can mean. From artists to writers and physicists and to astronomers, people who think creatively and who push society forward have met resistance from those who want to keep things as they are. But, as we all know, the universe is not static, and it is always in a constant state of change. This is why we should always be willing to question ideas that people like to propose as being absolutes or claim that this is how things must be. For example, when I was in the Mormon church, there were dictates about what the leaders thought God wanted from us, first and foremost of which was obedience to the leaders of the church. We were often warned of books that we shouldn't read, movies we shouldn't watch, and even music that we shouldn't listen to. I remember feeling stifled and that I would feel guilty for wanting to learn and understand things that were considered taboo in the church. Challenging or offering different opinions on things the church set down as doctrine was usually frowned upon and in many cases not tolerated. Anything that went against the dictates of the leadership was seen as a threat to their power. And throughout humanity, there are always those who will try to stifle art because it is through art that people are inspired to think differently about something. Whether it's a painting or a song or a movie or a book, anything that can move us emotionally can change our opinions about the world around us. Even if you feel you are not particularly creative in an artistic way, being someone that is supportive and helps others in creating can be a way to contribute to the creativeness of the world. All throughout history, great artists and inventors have had patrons who help support them in their endeavors. 
These were people who recognized that even though they may not have a particular ability in some area, they were willing to support others who did because it would help benefit humanity in the long run. Another aspect to help move things creatively is to surround yourself with other people who are working on their own creativity. So last month, I attended the Shift Music Festival in Eastern Oregon that is put on by my Burning Man camp. Now, there's lots of music ranging from rock to EDM to jazz. There's performances ranging from circus clowns to aerialists and dancers. There were sculptures and paintings and intricate LED installations. There are theme camps ranging from a tea tent to a full aerialist big top. It's really a lot of fun with all kinds of people coming together from all over the Pacific Northwest and neighboring states. And each year, the art just keeps getting more and more amazing, especially some of the LED art pieces. And one night when I was walking back to my tent, it occurred to me that with all of the technology that we have in so many areas of our lives, we are able to be more and more creative in all kinds of new and interesting ways. We're able to take what others have created, the tools that have been invented, for example, new kinds of music and audio technology, 3D printing, or advances in LEDs and microchips and code, and make new iterations of art that are even more and more amazing. Creativity is something that is inherent in all human beings. Even in our youngest days of building sandcastles on the beach, or building cars with Legos, or drawing the family dog for a school project, humans are inherently creative. And I believe that we are driven to create, and that creating is one of the most human things that we can do. So what can you do to be more creative in your life? Is there an instrument that you've always wanted to learn or haven't picked up since you were young? Maybe you'd like to learn to draw. Maybe gardening is more your speed. Whatever it is, I urge you to add to this world and share your creative energy. And the world will be better off for it. And so will you. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.